Hey guys, it's Rosie. I just wanted to take a second before we launch into this episode to let you know that this one is a little bit different. Um, Our podcast episodes are usually pretty fact-based and pretty dense with information. This one is more of a get to know you. Um, It's our 13th episode and we're really excited about it. Uh, And you know what? We really just wanted to talk about weddings because I just had mine. Hope's going to have hers this year and it was a fun time. So uh, if you want to get to know us a little bit more, this is a great episode to do that. So have fun. Bye-bye. Welcome to A Big Knowledge of Everything. This is episode 13, I think. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, we're not talking about spooky stuff, though. We're going to talk about weddings Um, and a couple different aspects of weddings because, um, yeah, because I got married last year and Hope is getting married this year. And uh, it's been stuff that we've been talking about a lot. So we'll talk a little bit about it, a little bit of history and kind of a lot of just our opinions on what it's like to, uh, you know, be the bride in this situation. So, yeah, as always, uh, I am Rosie. And I'm Hope. We're going to tell our proposal stories, I'm pretty sure. Because you are heavily involved mm-hmm. in my proposal story on, like, all facets. <laughs> and then... I was like, great- accidentally, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy... It's interesting. Is that I got engaged in August of 2019... And then you got engaged in December and then you got married in September and I am still engaged and I won't be married until like <laughs> after your first anniversary, actually, because <laughs> you're pretty you're much the day after my birthday in September. And then mine isn't until October 15th. So, yeah, we definitely kind of just like, yeah, yeah. Inside of your guys' engagement and wedding dates, we just did the whole thing. Yeah. But we're also a little bit older and kind of... Yeah, and you said you wanted to have a very quick engagement, like, right from the get-go. Like, when we were talking I, about it yeah. New Year's last year, you were like, we want to get married in June. And I'm like, that's six months away. And you were like, yeah. And I was like, all right, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think either of us was really interested in a super long engagement because we'd been together for five years. And so by the time we decided, like, okay, we want to get married, it was pretty... Yeah, you know, I was like, want to be married. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did that. But yeah, our, uh, yeah, our engagement was was not super long. It was going to be a six month engagement and ended up being about nine months. So yeah, so still not super long. But it wasn't like we were met and then we're dating and then we got engaged like we were living together for no, no. years. And, and even before you were dating, there was a whole saga. So you were like dating before you were dating. And then you were officially yeah. dating. <laughs> and then, so, not only that, but both of us were boat dating, which is living and working together, literally yes. always. So and really, we've all been together for like 10 years at this point. <laughs> yeah, it, it just just so everyone, this is perfect timing for this kind of thing, because uh, sea shanties are apparently a, oh, a popular thing now. So let's just... Uh, remind everyone that we used to work on a boat that uh that those sea shanties and stuff originated from so we're working on boats that are really really close quarters and uh and we met our my husband and uh hope's husband to be uh those relationships formed 
on a boat when we were all living and working together, which is a pretty intense environment. So I think relationships tend to get a little bit more intense more quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I met you three weeks ago, and now we're super in love. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're around every, like someone constantly, you do get to know yeah. them a lot more. The other interesting thing is you and I have have been on boats, you more than me, but we've been on boats long enough that we've had multiple boat, like romantic relationships. So we've seen, like, you've seen them, how they work in like pretty much every facet. I only had the two, but that's what happened whenever I I was a trainee, I came on board and three weeks later, I was like, I want to be with this person forever. That didn't end up working out and that's okay. But like, I, it was so fast and so intense and so sudden that I was like, this is the stuff that happens in like Disney movies. This isn't supposed to happen to real people. And it was, it, yeah. it was really heady. And then it happened again with Griffin when we were getting together where it was like, we were so stupid in love. Like n- not like, <laughs> I mean that we were super stupid. We were making really dumb decisions and just like, it was like being on drugs. I've never been on drugs, but I imagine that's what it was. No, like. I understand that. I understand. And I, don't think- I think I really like threw myself into my relationship with Chris. Like when I probably should have been like a little more cautious, just as generally people should be in relationships. But, but yeah, so hard. It was, it's it's so hard. And I like and also like sometimes I I, I don't know how people meet other people in the real world uh, <laughs> outside of tall ships. But like no in tall ships, usually. If you're meeting someone and there's someone other people know, you also have all of these co-signers on it too. So I had like, when I met Chris, I had not only this impression of this guy who was really, really great, but I also had like all of these other people around me. And and I think I've told the story before about how we met, which is kind of funny because like I hugged him when we met, which is not a thing I would ever do. No. To like anyone ever. Uh, but the reason I did it was actually just like kind of being funny because uh, I was, we were, we were at a bar and I was with like three of our other shipmates and they one by one saw him and they were like, Chris. And then they went up and gave him a hug. And so then when he went over to shake my head, I was like, Chris, and I gave him a hug, which is a very strange thing. But I you know did what? it. And he just, he thought it was funny and I thought it was funny. And then it all kind of rolled on from there. And I, it was very much easier for me to get to know him than other people. So, so I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but it seemed like everyone was like, oh, he's great. And I was like, cool. I don't need to do any more investigation. <laughs> My initial feelings are right. He is great. And and I actually haven't been proved wrong. So. Uh, well, that's weird because my first time, the first time I met Chris, your husband, you guys were sitting <laughs> at the table together and I he was like, are you the new OS? And I was like, yeah, I'm Hope. Hi, nice to meet you. And he was holding that mug with a teddy bear on it that said consider yourself hugged today and he was like making very intense eye contact with me being like hello I'm Chris consider yourself hugged today and I was like okay who is this guy <laughs> and that's a, that, that's a much friendlier thing to do to a person you just met than to try to actually well to try to hug someone who doesn't necessarily like want to be hugged we just both of our yeah, first interactions funny. with Chris were hugs that's <laughs> they had yeah. to do with hugs in one way or another do you remember he, he loved that hug mug I didn't it break and he was very sad about it I think so we don't have it like we've got a mug collection but the hug mug is not among it so it it's probably it's either at the ship or maybe it died <laughs> do you have something to but, say Luna she's rubbing on the microphone oh, um was. can I ask you what do you remember your first impression or like the first time you met Griffin 
I don't know when the first time I met him was. See, that's like, like, I remember him from when, when he started volunteering, but I don't, I don't know what my first impression of him was, but he also told me like later on that he was uh, intimidated by me and afraid to talk to me, which is, is the thing that happens. I understand I'm working on it, but like, um, <laughs> That's why I had to get someone like Chris because he balances that out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so I don't know. So maybe Griffin was like leaving me alone, and Probably. I just kind of didn't register his presence. I don't think I registered like him as being someone who like was going to be here for a while until I realized mm-hmm. that he was Don's son because I already kind of did know Don, and I thought she was pretty cool. Yeah, Griffin's mom is a volunteer. Um, not like I like I didn't know her well, but I like knew of her, and I was like, oh, so if she's volunteering and he is, this is probably a family thing, and maybe like he'll be around for a while. Don yeah. said, I don't remember this because it uh, like it wouldn't occur to me to like register this as something that's going to be important in my life later. But I was the OS in her watch, like for a day sale or something, and I don't remember. It, that ever happening he's like no it was great it was a really fun sale and i was like that's really good because <laughs> i don't remember it <laughs> um I, yeah i feel like you're not very often in the position of having to make a good impression on your mother-in-law without realizing that it's a possibility that she's you know the mother of someone you're gonna be with. listen it's, it's you know sorry go ahead all right well, our stories kind of coincide because you and I became friends in 2015 when we were both there. Mm-hmm. And after a guy tried to hit on me at the bar and you defended me and called me your girlfriend, which <laughs> women supporting women, such solidarity. And then we were girlfriends. That's after true. That. Also, women should not have to do that uh, to mm-hmm. get men to leave them alone. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah, a whole other solidarity. Um, yeah. So we were friends. And then Griffin wouldn't talk to me and didn't look at me because he said I was too pretty and he didn't want to talk to me. (laughs) So this is like in the season of 2015 on Niagara. And then Griffin and I became friends because we both bonded being Fender buddies together. And my first memory of like him and I like being like fun acquaintances was like we made eye contact and we're shaking our heads at all the flies in Algonac. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> do you remember all those flies when Algonac, uh, Algonac, that The name of that town sounds like a sneeze. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Algonac. And, then, <laughs> and so then Go we on. were friends. And then, like, I have a, oh, I'm going to get off the keyboard. And then um, I have memories of, like, him being mad that Tom... Tom Mitchell sat on his sunglasses, but he was eating Oreos at the same time. So he was pouting, but he had Oreo all over his face and his teeth. And I was laughing at him so hard. And then he started laughing. Mind you, he's like 18 at this point and I'm 22. And I'm laughing so hard that he starts laughing. He's like, stop making me laugh. I'm trying to be mad, which is just everything you need to know about Griffin in that sentence. Um, <laughs> it really so then you and cool. You and Chris were like, together but we're like kind of dating in the way that like people kind of date on tall ships sometimes you know like like, okay you're my kind of but also keeping it low-key but Mm -hmm. also more people knew than we probably realized because it's hard to keep it low-key on a boat it just is so so then so griffin is 18 and acting like he's a I used to say this to him all the time. I'd be like, oh, I'm a big man. I'm Griffin. I'm 18. I graduated high school. Blah, blah, blah. I was really mean to him. 
I don't know why he liked me so much. So <laughs> do you remember how I would do that to him? That's all funny. The time? Well, he just graduated college when he had just graduated high school, I guess. So that's I know. A, an interesting dynamic. But, yeah. but I wasn't. I think I remember a little bit of that. I wasn't an 18 year old boy being like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so then he, it was winter time, so we didn't see each other. And then he came back, and then you and Chris started officially dating, and you texted me about it, and I almost. I was very excited for we you. Went, okay, so so I'm just foreshadowing to my proposal story, but uh, so so Chris is definitely the more romantic, I think, of the two of us. I th- I think I can be a romantic, but I think he's like he's good like at grand gestury romantic, and you're like yeah. very gentle, small, homey romantic. Not that there's anything exactly. like there's a difference, but that doesn't make one less than the other. Yeah, like, yeah, but it's a little bit different. So I think that like, his sort of romance is like, it's nice for the stories, because then you can say, you know, like the stories that I can tell about, like, you know, him and us are, are very nice. Um, And I think they they inspire lots of like, oh, and maybe some like jealousy from women whose husbands don't do that. But, (laughs) but what can I do? Anyway, but the yeah, no, he when so, so we were like kind of dating like for a while, but I think it was kind of clear that it was leading to something more. And then we went to, uh, okay. So this was oh my God. November. No, I have to interrupt we went real to, quick. It huh. was around my birthday that you guys were like having serious times when you're like, okay, we need to talk about like what's happening in our relationship. And then you just got married the day after my birthday this year or last year. Aww. Oh my God. Everything's around my birthday. Oh, it's so nice. Anyway. So November. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So November, I believe it was November 27th. I want to say that's, that's, I think that's the anniversary when we started dating, but um, the day after Grace's yeah. birthday. And it was in it was in between the like actual Thanksgiving and then his family's other Thanksgiving thing that they had because they had two of them um, at least for a couple years in a row and uh, and he wanted to take me to the second one and the funny thing was he asked me if I would go to that with him before we had the talk about like we're going to be like together as a, a couple and so I remember I was talking to a shipmate of mine. Um, um emma uh purple purple emma you know her oh yeah and uh and she was like so how's he gonna introduce you and i was like i don't know yeah. <laughs> we'll find out but then uh but then before that happened it might have been even the day before like we we went to a movie and then we sat on we like went to a beach and we're all bundled up in blankets because it was in rhode island in november um and so we're sitting there having a little like weird quasi picnic and uh and then he asked me to turn my clotter ring around which is like a clotter ring is like how you um it's an Irish thing and it's it's one of those cultural things where you tell if you're single or uh, taken by the way you wear a certain ring. And I happen to be aware of that ring and I was wearing it uh, to show that I was single. And so he asked me to symbolically turn it around as we're having a picnic on the beach. It's the yeah, one so that it was, uh, uh, Angel gives back. I feel like I'm saying it sarcastically because I'm like, oh, so romantic. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> It was like like really great. And I'm like almost crying talking about it. So yeah. Are you really? Anyway, go on a little bit. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm PMSing right now. So it's weird that we're talking about this because my feeling recently has been hashtag no all men, which I don't usually feel, but like, I'm feeling that this week. It'll go away. It'll pass. I don't really mean it, but my hormones mean it anyway. So then, yeah, it's November 2015. Hormones, not hope. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, hormones. 
Uh, we need to have go an watch about Knocked Up and how it, Rosie and I forged a whole relationship around the movie Knocked Up. <laughs> yeah, we've we've quoted it and quoted it. It really was one of the first things that we bonded on. It's just that we could both quote the movie backwards and forwards. So. It's so good. I think about that movie all the time. Whenever I'm like yeah. having a really good day, and I'm like, "How many Red Bulls have you had? I've had about three Red Bulls, and I feel fantastic." <laughs> We're not going to do this today. Time to get up. <laughs> okay anyway all right so so anyway (laughs) so i'm in erie all winter doing winter maintenance and so it's like it's spring 2016 and i'm in a really bad place and this is when around the time where i start going to therapy for the first time so i'm like really raw and i'm really emotional and i i learned that my main outward emotion when I'm having a bad time is I'm just mad all the time, which is weird. Cause normally I'm like a very, I like to think I'm a pretty happy person and I'm pretty like enthusiastic and I'm excited and I want to go like party and stuff. So whenever I'm mad, I was just like drinking a lot and I was being sad and I was going to therapy. So Griffin comes back and we were like friends, but like we kind of hated each other at the same time. Cause he kept trying to like, tell me about how to get my anxiety under control and I'd be like I don't want to talk about this and then I'd like storm off and he's like why isn't she listening to me and he would like go talk to other people about how he was worried about me and stuff and then I was being really mean to him not like joking mean I was being like actually very mean to him so we went through this like weird up and down friendship right from the get-go and then therapy started to help and then I started to feel better about myself and all this other stuff was happening. And it gets to be whenever we went to Isle Royale in superior. So this is, this is, this is like August of 2016. So this is when the, can I I interject just for a second? I remember that period of time really, really well because we had like, we kind of like extended the amount of time we were underway just by like a day or maybe two. But sometimes when you're like thinking about fresh vegetables and stuff, that's not, that's not, um, or that's a long time, a day or two, I guess is what I would say. And I, I remember I got to the point where I was like, I just don't, I, I, I'm running out of vegetables because I like hadn't, planned over enough or something and so i had to go on like a whole odyssey boat ride to go find a restaurant and buy salad from them i was like can i just please like pay for salads and yeah anyway so i remember that very well yeah i already you were the cook and chris chris was second mate was he third mate he's been like all of the mates i don't know i think he was second mate at this point but like you Probably. guys had to communicate a whole bunch about, yeah, because 2017 was when he was the chief mate and you guys had to coordinate mm-hmm. even more together. Yeah. Uh, so then we're in Isle Royale, which is an island that only uh, like the park rangers can go to. And it's like very beautiful and very pristine. Griffin and I are in the same watch together. And I'm like feeling better enough about myself that I'm like happy again. And we're just like hanging out and being buds. And we were doing seasons on the bowsprit one time. And seasons are usually like a terrible, bad, no good time to do. They're very frustrating. And we were just giggling the whole time like a bunch of idiots. So long story short, what's starting to happen now between August and September, because this all started at the beginning of August and it ended at the end of August. 
like the beginning ended. Um, <laughs> and I were like becoming really close and we were being like best friends. And when we'd get into port, we would just hang out with each other all day and just like go on like six hour. They would have been dates if we had known that we were yeah. like, having feelings for each other. But I was just like, oh my God, I'm so glad to have Griffin as my friend. Like, this is so nice. And we're just gonna he had also exactly. like, he had like calmed down with his masculinity bullshit that he had been doing the summer before because he had gotten a little bit more humble this year. And he also had long hair, grew a beard. So that also helped. Um, And then we went out for karaoke, which is always a problem. (laughs) And I had been having tequila. (laughs) And then then we got back to the boat that night and uh, we were no longer friends. I woke up the next morning and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and, then, and then after that, uh, it was a, a miserable two months of being just like so enamored and so like head over heels with each other. Like you're in that like new relationship stage where, like I said, I was like on drugs and like too, way too happy, but making really dumb decisions and feeling really bad about myself because I was starting it was starting to seep into like work performance stuff where Billy had to yell at us and it was really bad. And we, I didn't like it's, what it's I was so doing. tough to have relationships on boats. I mean, like you're so close all the time. And I, I, I honestly, I do get the people who, who say that they don't like working with couples on boats just because it's, it, it can be really, really difficult. Um, I mean, I don't think it should always be like, it, I don't think it should ever be like a prohibition because like sometimes those things are just going to happen and like, then you end up penalizing people who are already there, but they, it, yeah, it, it's tough. Yeah. And <laughs> it, like, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to keep it under wraps enough to be appropriate and to know what that means. And we thought we were being so sneaky, but like I said, we were real stupid at that time because our brain was just full of feel good chemicals. And Rosie texted me and was like, I saw what you were doing. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> so then we had to go out on the pier at Sandusky and have a whole talk about it. Cause you were like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Cause like, I wasn't expecting to see that. And I just want to make sure you're like making the right decisions for yourself. You're being a really good friend. And I was like, I was like yeah, well, it, 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 it was weird because it was a secret, I guess was the, yeah. was the thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, after like, so that's, through, like, yeah. After going through all that stuff in 2016, like I was like, I had become a whole different person. Like I came out of that, not the same person that I started as that year. So I was like feeling it was weird to be like starting a thing when I was just starting a new thing with myself. And then later on that season, I like realized like I had like the strong love feelings for Griffin that had like transcended, you know, just like hooking up and stuff. And I, I was okay. Like the length of a normal living room away from where Rosie was cooking. And Rosie had a cabin, which means she had a door, which was very important on a boat. So I was like, okay, all you have to do is get to Rosie and say, I need your cabin. And that's all you have to do. So I went in there and I think it was like dinner prep. Like there was a lot of people in there. Or like people. Yeah, I was was definitely right in the middle of doing stuff. I know. And all I got out was Rosie. (laughs) And then I just started like sobbing very hard and you were like go in my cabin and I was like okay yeah, <laughs> oh yeah I God. felt so bad because I couldn't check on you because I was like 
I was like actively in the middle. I might've had like, like yeah. raw meat on my hands or something. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, yeah, just go in there. And then I went in there later and I'm like, I can't spend long in here, but are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, it, uh, it was so bad. But then like things calmed down and the season ended and then Griffin and I ended up dating. But then the next day we were, he was like, do you want to go to brunch with my parents? And I'm like, oh, this is happening very quickly. Okay, whatever. And Don was there and I was like, well, I know Don already. <laughs> but it was weird to be interacting with her not as a volunteer like as my new boyfriend's mom so the power dynamic shifts there a lot (laughs) (laughs) and then later that year rosie called me while i was in baltimore visiting griffin at a job and she was like are you dating griffin and i was like yeah and then she said you cradle robber and then she fell and And made her ankle real bad It was so bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got to (laughs) go. Yeah. I heard Goldie come over and be like, are you okay? And you were like, no. (laughs) Yeah. I was not okay. It was very icy. It was like, right as I said, cradle robber, I I stepped onto a big pad of ice and just went ass over tea kettle. Yeah. I don't know why I had a tea kettle, but you know. (laughs) So then. Whatever that means. So then. Griffin and I are dating. Chris and Rosie are dating. Everybody's dating. And they're good. And we all are on Niagara together in 2017. And then we all go out to Lady and uh, Hawaiian Chieftain together in 2018. Griffin and I work on Letty in 2018. And you guys are on Niagara. And then you and I are like, I These don't are all want- boat names. Yes. And then you and I are at the same time like, I don't want to do boats anymore. And then you and I become even closer because we have like our first apartments. And... We're working land jobs and hanging out and getting our nails done, which is really nice. I do miss getting yeah. our nails done. All I do time. miss getting our nails done. Um, and then, so then it's summer of 2019. So by this point, you guys have been dating for three years. No. Four years. Four years. Four, I mean, it was like by the time we got engaged, I think it was like, Maybe it was just over four. Maybe it wasn't five years. Yeah, because we got engaged. Maybe it was five years by the time we got married. Yeah, you got married. Because we will also be getting married right around five years for us. So it's summer of 2019, and Chris and Griffin are gone for two months again doing the Great Lakes Challenge, which means they they go to all of the Great Lakes. So Rosie and I are hanging out a lot, (laughs) which was really nice, and I really liked having you so close, both physically and emotionally <laughs> so we're driving around yeah. in the car. it was tough to have people away from us for months at yeah. a time it was nice to have a girlfriend when I couldn't have my boyfriend <laughs> yeah and so we're driving around the car and I'm talking about how both sets of the families are going to be at this reception the first night of Tall Ships Erie, which is a big festival we have coming up. And I was like, yeah, and I've been talking to my mom and dad. They're not sure if they can come up. And my sisters want to come up. And Justin, my brother-in-law, wants to come. And Ron and Don are going to be there. And then we were driving. I was driving. And Rosie goes. (laughs) Very flippantly. (laughs) She goes, yeah, then Griffin's going to propose. And straight up, I blacked out. I just like, I just, I stopped seeing the road and I like stopped existing for a second. And, and I, I was like, <laughs> right after I said it, I was like, oh, fuck, no, I, I just like, like, I should never have like just said that the way that I did because I didn't have any knowledge of anything. I was just like, 
that seems like the thing that would happen. And it just kind of was like word vomit came out. And then I was like, oh, I have to, I have to let her know that I don't know anything because I don't want her to be disappointed if that's <laughs> not what happened. Okay, hold on. Griffin just yelled something at me. Hold on a second. He said he was very mad at you for that. <laughs> but I, but I, I was like, too. I but was like, and then Griffin's going to propose. Like, because well, he had been saying to me, he was like, I don't have money to propose to you right now. Like, we don't have enough money, which is true. We were both like just just barely surviving like being able to afford the apartment and like you know me buying food and stuff and so he was like i i don't have the money to propose right now and what i didn't know was that he had already bought the ring with his tax return that year and it was not (laughs) only at my job but it was in billy's office where i was every single morning like it would be behind me because he told Billy about it and he was like, I can't keep it in our house. I can't keep it at my parents' house. He's like, just keep it here. It's safe. I locked the door. And he's like, okay. I so didn't Billy- know that. Oh yeah. my God. It was like so close to you the whole time. In, <laughs> in proximity. <laughs> that whole time. So then I'm like, so I'm like, okay. And I was thinking it would be really sad. I was like, cause it was getting to the point where I was um, 26 and I was like, I I, like I feel like this is at the stage where we're about to be like we should be talking about getting married and stuff like that's where we are that's the next step and it was starting to like feel weird that we weren't engaged you know what I mean like I didn't want to push it but I was like this is what's gonna happen next we should like start talking about this more seriously and every time I brought it up he's like we don't have the money I want to propose to you but I can't I don't have money to buy a ring right now so like we're just I can't do it and I'm like okay trying to like bury the lead which makes sense because he's 22. So I was like, I'm not going to ask a 22 year old to go buy an engagement ring. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Even though I knew I didn't want a diamond ring because I just like have no feelings about diamonds. But I had su- seen, I had saw on the internet that you can get a white sapphire, which is my birthstone. So I was like, okay. Like we had talked about what kind of ring I would want already. Like I did it early. So I wouldn't suspect mm-hmm. anything later. So I wanted an oval sapphire ring with just like a normal band. Like I wanted it to be rose gold. I didn't want anything like fancy. I just wanted an oval sapphire on a normal band. And what he found was an oval sapphire with a twisted rope band, which looks like the ropes we use on the boat. Which is awesome. He took my idea and he found an even better one on Etsy, which is very exciting. So anyway, so it's getting closer and closer that whole summer to Tall Ships Erie. And Griffin has been drunk calling me every weekend being like, I told everybody how I'm going to propose to you. I'm going to marry you. Did you know this? And he would call me and I'm like, you need to stop talking about this because you're making. And that's, it's not okay. I, I just feel the need to interject here that this isn't Griffin going out by himself drinking every weekend. This is he's at tall ship festivals and that's like an activity there. Okay. It's a thing that happens during tall ship festivals. Don't worry about him. <laughs> he targets upwards of like 30 to 60 people at a time. Like, yeah. Yes. So he's it, like, the whole thing's a big party. So I'm just saying when she says that, it's not the red flag. It seems like it is. <laughs> no, this is normal. And he was yeah. like, I told Rory about the proposal. He can't be there, but he said he'd come to our wedding. And I'm like, stop talking what to proposal? people. Like, and so I had to be like, when he was sober, I was like, 
you can't keep talking to me about getting married and getting engaged because you're making me feel like it's happening soon. You keep saying it's not. So stop talking about it. Like This is now making me mad. And he's like, okay. So tall ships eerie rolls around. I'm like at next level stressed because we're putting on this festival and like the parents are coming up and I haven't seen Griffin in two months and all this stuff is happening. And I'm just thinking to myself, like if I was going to propose to me, I would do it on the night of the fireworks. Cause I love fireworks so much and both families were going to be there and like everything was oh, set up. And we, we were also talking about the fireworks when, when I said, made that flippant comment, because I think that's very important. Cause I also at the same time was like fireworks. Like, yeah, that, that would be a time. <laughs> that's when you propose so. to somebody. That's how you do it. So it's like the day, first day of the festival, the parade of sail is happening. I like see Griffin in the small boat and we wave to each other like a bunch of idiots. Like we look like we're five years old, just like our full arms are out. Like I see you. So then I'm getting anxious again, just talking about it. So then we're at this captain's dinner that I had to be at because I helped plan it. And you're there and you're very dressed up and look very pretty. I look like a homeless person in a red polo. And <laughs> I actually brought down a dress to put on, but then I was like, people aren't going to know who I am if I don't have my red polo on. I should keep this on. Mistakes. And then, so we're there, and I guess Griffin calls you to tell you what's uh-huh. going on because he was told not to tell anybody until the yeah, day. Yeah, no, I, I, I was at the. Um... Okay, so I was at the captain's dinner, which was, uh, th- there's usually in a, a captain's dinner, whatever port the uh, the tall ship's uh, event. Uh, oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. every every port that hosts uh, a tall ship's uh, event usually has a captain's dinner. And the captain's dinner happened to be going on actually at the place that I worked, which is a convention center. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was over there at work, but I was all like dressed up and fancy um, and eating the food at the event. And, uh, and we were kind of getting ready to go and people were milling around talking to each other and the phone rang and it was Griffin. And I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. Like, like I knew that it was going to happen and that he was telling me like, so that I would miss it. Uh, and so uh, I think that uh, Chris was like, wait, no, I need you to like do something. And I was like, this is Griffin. He's like, Oh, okay, go. Because, like, I think Griffin had, he had already told, told him, him that he morning. Told yeah, he yeah. told Chris and Kaylin, and they were like, I'm sorry, excuse me, what is happening tonight? Like, why didn't you say something sooner? He was like, Billy told me not to tell anybody. So. Yeah, and that, well, I mean, that's, I think that's probably a good idea because there's things become an open secret sometimes on boats. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. uh, and- but yeah, he, he called me and told me that, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, but I accidentally predicted this. <laughs> like, like I told her I didn't know anything and I took it back afterwards, but I, I just want you to know I accidentally predicted that. He was like, Oh, okay. So then <laughs> I felt so, so bad. then things start things start to get real weird where I'm starting to get suspicious, but I also feel like I'm being a crazy person. And not only that, in the weeks leading up to this, I've been watching like New Girl and Parks and Rec and a bunch of other shows and only watching like the wedding oriented episodes and like the proposal oriented episodes because I'm like, man, I want to be engaged so bad. Anyway, so Gr- Billy is like, okay, we have to go to this reception right now because both families are there. And I'm like, yes, I'm aware, William. So we get in his golf cart and he calls Griffin. He's like, Griffin, calm down. Like, I'm bringing hope over right now. And I hear Griffin be like, okay, it sounds good. And then he gets off the phone and he <laughs> is texting Billy going, stall, 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 because 
Griffin's grandma is having a, she's taking a while to get to the boat. And then, so it's Griffin and Rob, who's his best friend and now best man. <laughs> and they get to Wobby the reception and <laughs> makes them check in. And Rob was like, I almost socked her right in the face <laughs> because he was like, we're supposed to be here. This is not the time to be checking tickets. You could check them afterwards. We just have to get on the boat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Billy and I get to his office. He's like, I need to pick up something from the gift shop before we go. And I'm like, okay, but the fireworks start in like three minutes, Billy. Like, we need to go right now. And he sticks me in his office and then leaves. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then I was like, it's not happening. Like, there was two distinct things happening in my brain where one side was like, it's definitely not happening. And the other side was like, Oh my God, it's happening. So I just am like on the verge of a full blown panic attack and feeling like I was like going to poop my pants and like throw up. And I was having so many, I was like sweaty. My, my palms are sweaty right now talking about it. Cause like, it made me so anxious. Cause I was like, you're being crazy. He can't afford a ring. It's not happening. And then we go, we get back in the golf cart and we go and Billy's driving like very fast. Like he's being very reckless to get over there. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just fireworks. Billy. Like, Calm down. He was very stressed about these fireworks. <laughs> so we get on and I get on the boat and I'm like running on because I want to see Griffin. And I like want to see my parents and stuff because they, they hadn't come up to see the boat a whole lot. So it was exciting to see them there. And there's a bunch of Christmas lights set up right around the center of the boat. And I'm like, that's weird. I wonder what that's for. And I see my mom and I give her a hug. And I say hi to Ron and Don. And then I see Griffin and he's not in uniform. He's like wearing a black shirt. He's like dressed up. Like I know what he looks like. He was dressed up. up. He was wearing his fancy clothes. And I knew he was wearing his really fancy clothes because he was wearing his Spider-Man vans, which are like pristine and white. And he doesn't wear them except for like very special (laughs) occasions. And he, won't, and he won't look at me. He's like fiddling with his phone. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why won't you say hi to me? And what was happening was he'd my best friend Katie on FaceTime, but he was also trying to get music going. And you can't do that at the same time. And he didn't figure that out till right that moment. And then I like turn and I see Katie's face like on somebody's phone. And I was like, Oh my God, this is happening. Why else would Katie be on the phone? And he saw me see Katie and he was like, oh, okay, well, this is happening now. So he like, in the video, you could see Billy push me into the center because I like immediately went into like breakdown. I, I almost there. missed it. Like, like I was hurrying to get there and I almost missed it. And I was there in the video that Grace took. I'm just like hysterically laughing in the way where I'm like, (laughs) like it sounds like I'm crying, but I'm actually just giggling because I'm so stressed. And so he's saying, he said he blacked out. He doesn't remember anything he said, but it was something like, this is where we met and fell in love and all that stupid stuff. So I figured this would be the best place to ask you. And he gets down on one knee and I just scream. I'm like, no. (laughs) And then he goes, Will you please marry me? And I'm like still laughing. And when my sister got engaged, she couldn't answer because she was crying so hard. So much so that Justin stood back up and then he had to get back down when she was like, yeah. But I was like, you have to answer. You have to answer in a timely manner. So I was just like, yeah. And then everybody like exploded and uh, Chris's parents were there. And there was like all of these. And Aunt Gail was there as well. Yeah. And all these. It was, yeah. They came down for tall chips that I didn't know. And I was just like, Oh my God. And I didn't think it was real till they got down on one knee and he opened the box and I saw the ring and then I blacked out. I was just like, Oh, I can't, this is too much. <laughs> and 
and it was very nice. And in the video, he stands up and then we just separate. And because you talked to me, you were like, I didn't, I didn't mean to predict it. And I was like, it's okay. And then some trainee comes over to me and like gives me a hug. And he's like, I'm so excited for you. I'm like, I don't know who you are. I need my mom right now. And so I went to my parents and I gave them a hug. And I was just like, I'm so sorry because Faith was also engaged at that time. So they'd had two boys in the same year come and ask them for like their blessing to marry their daughters, which I was like, my poor parents, I'm so sorry. And they were like, um, just, you know, make sure it's a longer engagement. (laughs) So, and then, so we had to go out and Billy was there and both the parents were there. So we went to voodoo and then we ended up like ordering pizza to voodoo and we were out till really late. And then Billy was like, I need you at work at 7am the next day. And I'm like, all right. So, okay. And then Griffin would just like drive past me in my car and be like, bye, I'm going to the gorge with all my friends. And I'm like, bye, I'm staying here being a parking attendant. And then people, it was really nice that it happened that weekend. Cause I would have volunteers randomly come up to me and give me a hug. Be like, I just heard. I'm so excited for you. And I'm like, thanks. And then my aunt Jen texted me. It was like, have you set a date yet? And I'm like, I haven't seen him yet. I have not seen, I haven't hung out with him. Last time I saw him was when he was proposing to me. Like, I haven't seen him. So that's when that happened. That's my proposal story. And it still makes me anxious to talk about it. because It was so stressful. (laughs) I thought I was being crazy. Okay. Can I open up your proposal story? Because I was also involved a little bit. Can I just put a little, um, just a, and an asterisk on that and say, I, I did look up history of proposals because this is a fact-based podcast usually. Um, and I mean, this is all factual stuff about our life. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, mostly what I found was that, you know, before, I mean, like up until pretty recent times, marriage was more of a financial uh, proposal than other stuff. So the big romantic gesture proposal didn't really become common uh, until fairly recently in history, like at least the last like hundred years or maybe a couple hundred years. Uh, and I did find one episode that said, okay, the practice of proposing was also widespread in the middle ages, although it was perhaps not taken seriously enough by male suitors. Church legislation was introduced in the 13th century in an attempt to crack down on proposals made by gentlemen and women in jest so that he might easily, or he might more easily fornicate with them. <laughs> So it does uh it does seem like there's some history of romantic proposals, although apparently there was enough of them that was just like to get laid that like the big romantic grand gesture proposal that we know um is more modern, I would yeah. say. So yeah, sure, you can lead into my proposal story if you want. So now that was August 2019. So now we're in December, like right after Christmas in 2019, because Griffin and I are at the mall getting ourselves some new vans with our Christmas money which are shoes. And I were walking out and I'm like, I got all these Christmas presents. This is so great. And Chris calls me and I'm like, that's weird. I answer the phone. I'm like, hello. And he goes, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I'm proposing to Rosie tonight. And I dropped my bags in the middle of the mall. And I was like, Chris, are you serious? I'm at a mall right now. You can't tell me this right now. And I like almost started crying. And I was like, (laughs) and then I had to not tell you. And I was like, it's really good that he told me like right about as he was about to do it. Cause this is very, yeah, it was maybe an hour or two beforehand. I think. Yeah. It it was, it was not. What was this the day that it happened or the day that was supposed to happen when he called me? No, this was the day that it happened. And I, and I know why, but I'm going to back up for a little bit. Um, I'm going to back up to, 
uh, Christmas before that. Um, so he'd been, there was just like a couple times that Christmas where he'd been like super secretive, like in a way that's like, it's acceptable at Christmas. Definitely. Like, you know, there's ways that we're all secretive at Christmas, but there's, you know, there's a way where like, someone's secretive about a big secret and they're they're not being like secretive in a showy way but you're yeah. but they're like clearly trying to not let you notice something they're keeping and you out of it, stuff. you know and yeah. you're like that's a big thing like that's not you're not leading me to to be excited yeah, like that's you actually trying to keep the secret on something that might already be exciting i was like oh that's interesting then i was like oh oh is he gonna propose at christmas because he's very close with his family. And um, we, t- we talked about this in the Christmas episode, but we lost all that footage. Um, so, uh, so anyway, but like his, his family is like very like, they hang out a lot. They're very close. They're like, you know, excited and loud and stuff like that. More like your family. And, uh, and I was like, okay, well, okay. So if he, if he does propose to me in front of them, like that would be fine. And, and we were at the point in our relationship where I was like, it was kind of a foregone conclusion at some point. Like he, like by that time in December, like, especially I knew that he was going to. And, and I guess I'll preface this with like, uh, I I didn't really talk with him about it before because I knew that he wanted to get married at some point. Like we talked about the fact that we both wanted to get married. We talked about what our long-term goals were. And then I kind of just let it rest. Um, And And it just, we just let it rest for a while because like we knew that that was what we're working towards, that we had similar ideas of the future. And like, and I know that no matter what kind of like facts and logic and stuff you could put in front of him, like he's going to have to think everything through before he knows it's a good decision. And like, he'll, he's an extrovert, but he also has the introverted tendencies of like, I'm going to go on a long walk with my feelings and like, think about what's going on. And so apparently um, he was doing some of that while we were visiting my family. We went to a, we had a lovely vacation at a resort, which is like, this is a very privileged podcast episode. I feel like. <laughs> anyway, but like, so we went to this like resort in the woods and got like, you know, it was like a nice spa place and it was super fun Went there with my, my mom and my sister and brother-in-law anyway. But I, I, I did notice him kind of like being very contemplative and then at Christmas, he was being really secretive about, like, just every once in a while about a couple of things. Yeah. And so I was noticing that, and I was like, huh, I wonder if he's going to. But he didn't. Um, and I was, like, looking at the gifts, and I was like, none of them was a huge surprise. So I was like, was I just reading that wrong? But well, it still you, seemed like he was being a little, a little weird. You had said to me <laughs> earlier that year, because I think I was talking to you about it. I was like, do you think you're going to get engaged soon? Because, like, I'm engaged now. So, like, you should be engaged now because that's how friendship works. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I mean, I don't know, but I'm not going to be surprised if by the end of this year I'm engaged. Like, you kind of, like, you, like, had a feeling it was coming, but you weren't, like, harping on it. You weren't, like, thinking about it in the way that I was. I, I did. Think. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I actually like, I remember being at work. And I think this must have been sometime November, December. But like, I was talking to uh, a coworker, and and she asked, uh, like, or oh, you do you think you're gonna get engaged or something, you know, because we we're talking about uh, how long we've been with partners and stuff like that. And, and I was like, well, you know, I told him like how long we've been together and all that. And they're like, well, what, what if he doesn't propose? And I was like, well, then I'll just like, if he doesn't propose this year, I'll probably ask him next year because we're at that point, you know, <laughs> like, but I figured he would want to propose and he would have a way to do it and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it to him. Yeah. Like, and, and also like, it's a decision that I think took him longer to make than it took me, uh, is what I would also say. 
everybody knows. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, so he's just being like slightly, slightly weird about some stuff. Then, um, I, so I took, uh, so, so that Christmas, uh, there were a few of us who were so every once in a while going into, uh, the garage to take part in, uh, an adult activity that is not drinking. Um, <laughs> the uh, going out and smoking a little bit of the the devil's lettuce. Taking um, in the air. And so, and so I was taking the air. Um, and I was uh, so I, I had like taken a nap at some point, which uh, which led my, my my future mother a lot to think that maybe I was pregnant, and I had to let them down and be like, "No, nah, sorry, I'm not." But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so that was the thing. Um, but the reason I put it in there is because I was napping uh, in. In, in my my niece my niece's room, Bella and uh, and my my now husband Chris, uh, he came in and was like like sitting by me, and I think everybody thought I was asleep, but I was just kind of like the in between like resting because I was a little overwhelmed by the fact that there were so many people there. So I was like, all right, go take a little a little rest. And Bella comes in with her cousin. And she's, you know, sort of like showing her around in the way little kids show people yeah. around and they just like talk about whatever's near them and stuff. And so she's like, this is my room and this is my rock collection or whatever, you know, and it's like, and that's Rosie, that's Uncle Chris's fiance. Um, and she just said that. And I was like, I remember like, I was like, you know, quote unquote, asleep. You were dozing. And yeah. I heard that. And I was like, that's what? Where did she learn that word? What's going on? And I, I could, I swear to God, I could feel him look at me to be like, is she asleep? Did she hear that? What's happening? Like, like, I, like, he just shifted a little bit. And I was like, he's staring at me to see if I, I'm going to react. And so I'm just not going to react because I don't know what to do. So I just like stayed still. And then he, he's like, oh, oh, no, no, Bella, she's, she's my, my girlfriend. And, and then apparently he went and talked to his sister, Kim, and was like, uh, did someone tell them? Uh, but apparently no one had told them. And they, they asked her and she was like, it just seemed like they were going to get married sometime or something. Like, I think she just wanted to say the word fiance, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I think she was just like eight years old and was like, ooh, that's a fun word to say. I think Because uh, also- sometimes that happens. <laughs> So to hear you talk about it and the way you and I have talked about it outside of the podcast is it's probably better that you like had a strong feeling that it was coming and you weren't completely blindsided. Like you got to be like, okay, I know this is happening. It's coming soon. I can like mentally prepare for this moment. I like to mentally prepare for things. I'm definitely that person. <laughs> so I, yeah, it was kind of mentally preparing me because like his reaction didn't make me think, oh, I was way off base. It made me think, is she ruining a surprise basically? Mm. So, so I was like, I'm just going to pretend I'm going to sleep. Everything will be fine. And then like later on, he was like, he was like, Oh, we should like take a couple of days off in between Christmas and, uh, and going to like the bigger Christmas celebration. Um, the even bigger one, uh, with, <laughs> with a bunch of the Kusan family the and I, Kusan. <laughs> yeah. So that's the one with like 25 to 30 people. And, uh, and so, he said that and it was very strange because it's when we go out there, it's like a nine hour drive and we usually maximize time with family, particularly um, our niece and nephew, uh, Marcus and Bella, because they're growing up and they're at that age right now where they're having a lot of fun, like creativity and like, you know, are able to 
they're able to understand things at closer to an adult level, but they have the creativity of little kids and they're homeschooled. And it's super fun mm-hmm. um, to hang out with them because they're, they're like, they're very creative and they're very like interested in whatever actually interests them as opposed to whatever's like in fashion at the time for kids. You know? So like, we, so he generally really wanted to stay and hang out with them. And I was just like, yeah, absolutely. We should. But he didn't want to this time. And I was like, that's weird. I think I even asked him, are you sure? Like, we can stay here. That's fine. <laughs> but he was like, no, 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 no. Let's take a trip. <laughs> so I was like, okay, where do you want to go? And then he didn't have any place in mind, yeah. which is like, you just, you just want to go on a trip somewhere away from your family who we came here to see. Like, you want to go on an overnight trip for two nights. <laughs> like, what's going on? It was so strange. So I was like, should I look up a place? And so I did. And I was like, all right, well, let's go to Salem because I want to go to the museums that talk about the Salem witch trials and stuff. And so yeah. we went to Salem and, uh, and as we're like driving there, he's, he's like checking time and stuff. And he was like, like looking up this lighthouse and he's like, Oh, I, I want to go to this lighthouse. And I was like, yeah, 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 sure. We can do that. And he's like, like, I'd really like to get there at sunset. And then in my mind, I'm like, he's going to try to do it today. And and we were like kind of rushing to get there. And I was like, no, 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 no just go tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that would be fine. Cause I'm like, I want some time to like, to maybe like pick out an outfit that and I look like to pretty. be wearing. And oh. It could look pretty and all that kind of stuff. Can I interject? Right <laughs> I just, yeah, go ahead. I just want the people to know that when I got proposed to, I had dirty hair. I was wearing my work polo. I had a fanny pack on. And Chacos, and I looked a mess. <laughs> Which, if I had gotten dressed and up, also I amazing. <laughs> but Griffin was all dressed up, and I looked like I was at work. And I, all the pictures are me with my purple fanny pack, and I'm just like, mm, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I understand. Yeah, wanting to look pretty because I look sweaty in all my pictures. <laughs> I I didn't get like super zhuzhed up, but I was like, I want to get like. I want, I want to look a little bit nicer. And so I was like, I was kind of talked him through it. And I was like, well, why don't we like go to some of these museums tomorrow? And then we can go to the lighthouse like later on towards sunset. And I made up this plan and I could see him just like fighting in his head. He's like, oh, okay, 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 we can do that. <laughs> like, and, and so we made that plan. And I remember just thinking to myself, I am like, I am very sure that this is going to happen tomorrow. Like probably too sure. But I, but I just, it seems like it's going to happen. And so, so fast forward now to uh, the next day when you got that call. So what was happening is like, we'd gone to a museum and then we went to lunch Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to get some, uh, so we're going to go get some food, but we, we got a table and I put my stuff down at the table and I walk away, I look over, and then I see he's walked away from the table and is like out the door. I'm like, fuck it, you left my stuff at the table, what are you doing? And so I was just like, I was like, Chris, you can't just leave my stuff here. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'll watch it. And then like, I think I might have even grabbed my purse because I was like, but you're just going to walk out and go out on the phone for whatever you're doing. You? He was calling you. Yeah. He told me that later. He was calling you. And, and it was literally just a small, like a, like a one, two sentence phone. Call. It was very you know, quick. Like, He's like, I have to go, but I wanted yeah. to tell you. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Cause he didn't want me to like, to come out and be like, why are you still on the phone? Why yeah. All in so, yeah well, well, mostly like, why are you just leaving all of our stuff? Cause we also had like shopping or something with us that yeah. we were like left at the table. And I was like, we can't just leave that there unattended. So, so yeah, so that happened. And then, 
we went to yeah we went to the lighthouse uh which is this nice little there's this nice little rocky beach and a lighthouse and we were walking and uh at some point he's like oh we should like take pictures and and i was like oh really should we uh <laughs> so it's like we should take pictures and so we were gonna take pictures and so he put the he set the camera up and did like the timer and we took some time photos and stuff like that uh and then like he he left it there and he like turned to me and grabbed my hands and I like I almost started to cry and he almost started to cry <laughs> looked like he did almost I don't know it's cold we were shivering but he um but, but he said he had this whole speech plan but then he was just will he be my wife <laughs> like, like that and I was just like which for like it's it's kind of funny if you know him because he's pretty charismatic and he's pretty well spoken and he just yeah. was like will he be my wife and I was like like oh and i and and what i said immediately was not like yes of course what i said immediately was immediately because i am pedantic and i love to be right was i knew it <laughs> and then i said yes Rosie, no. I, was like, I, knew, I was like i knew it yes <laughs> i was right <laughs> I was just oh like, my god! I didn't know I had accurately predicted when my proposal was going to happen, and I like orchestrated like it happening the next day so we could have a better <laughs> time to prepare. So, oh my god! Yeah, so so that was that, and he actually didn't—he didn't like get down on one knee with one ring. We were both standing, and he was holding my hands. And we do have a video of it that I don't think we've ever shown anyone. Like we watched it ourselves, but the, like the video is for us, and then the pictures we posted for other people. Well, okay. Like for I, when I say us, I mean like us and close friends. Like I think I'm sure like I'm sure probably like Billy and Rebecca have seen it, and like other like some people in the family, but like we didn't put it on social media. Well, yeah, because then so that was that, and then you and I were both in Erie for New Year's, and it was the next morning at Billy's brunch at his house. It was just wedding talk for the whole time you and I, and you were like, you asked me to be your maid of honor, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Wedding, wedding, Oh my god! Oh. And oh, I should. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my ring too. Um, before I talk about that, though, I I did want to give everyone, um, sorry. sorry, give everyone a recommendation. Before we started recording, I had Hope look at uh, Queen Victoria's engagement ring, and everyone else should look that up as well because it's really cool looking. Um, it's definitely got some Slytherin vibes. Um, I I encountered it when I was looking through, uh, the. Uh, I was looking for some history of wedding rings and it seems like there is, there is some history. I don't think there's a huge amount to it, uh, but there's basically the history of the rings seem to be that in ancient, uh, ancient Rome, I think they did have some and there's like, there's like a decent history of it over the years, but it was never something where it has to be like a certain kind of ring. And, you know, sometimes people just have wedding rings as opposed to the wedding and engagement band and stuff like that. So I don't, it's a little bit fuzzy on exactly how that all evolved. Uh, one thing is for sure though, uh, that diamonds were not the most popular stone until fairly recently in history. They did start getting put into rings in like the 1400s, but, um, but like I say, um, Queen Victoria had a really cool one. You should look that up because it's actually not, it has some diamonds in it, but the main stone is an emerald and it's a snake. Uh, so it's a serpent ring that's wrapping around the finger and it's really cool looking. So 
yeah, I just kind of wanted to put that out there because anybody who has some idea that engagement rings are just one type of ring, it's that's completely wrong. Like that's what we've made that into. And it's primarily because of advertising that came about like the 1940s that, you know, <laughs> made everyone believe that uh, we should all have diamond engagement rings. Yeah. Uh, and then we should spend hear- huge amounts of money on them. Do you want to hear some other bullshit? So Faith's engagement ring is an opal and it's very pretty. And I told Griffin that and he was like, my mom says opals are bad luck. And I was like, oh my God, no. So I told Faith about it. And then I went and did my own research. And it turns out that opals are quote unquote bad luck because diamond companies started spreading that rumor so that diamond sales would go up instead. So it's not based in anything. Not surprised. Um, but her ring is really pretty. It's only bad luck because of capitalism and the way that we want to show off our wealth. <laughs> yeah. yeah whenever, um, here's, here's a tip. Here's a tip for guys thinking about or people proposing to other people with. Yes, pretty- people proposing to other people. We, we are speaking heteronormatively because we are both women in relationships with men and everyone involved in both of our relationships is cisgender so it's very heteronormative cisgendered and yeah so yeah. go on so he, he i was telling him what kind of ring i wanted and the ring that i was telling him was me trying to be as low maintenance as possible so i was like i want a rose cut ring which means like so you know how rings like have that mm-hmm. cone at the bottom it's sheared off so it's just the top so it doesn't stick out like other rings. And I was like, I want a solitaire band and I like want a halo. I wanted like the least expensive, least like high maintenance ring possible was what I was saying. And what he did was he looked on my Pinterest for what I was pinning. And he was like, that's not the ring you Art. want. <laughs> he was like, that's Art. not, that's not the ring that you're pinning. You don't want that ring. You're just telling me that. So I don't spend a lot of money. And I was like, well, and it turns out it was a lot harder to find that initial ring than what I had pinned on Pinterest. Cause that was just an oval cut. And I was like, well, I don't really want a uh, diamond, but they have Sapphire one. So if you can find that, then, you know, and he found mine on Etsy and he found a blue Sapphire on a silver rope band. And he messaged the lady, which is, for an introvert, a big feat and was like, Hey, can you do this in a white sapphire with a rose gold band? And she was like, Absolutely. So shout out to that lady. I should get her information from Griffin. But That's awesome. Um, oh yeah, it's very pretty. And it's my favorite ring. <laughs> yeah. My ring's very pretty too. So so my ring, we, we talked to, so part of the reason we're, we're talking about our rings and stuff, it's not just because we're, you know, want to talk about rings. Part of, part of that is true. Uh, but it's also just because women who are in the process of like, you know, possibly almost getting engaged mm-hmm. or planning their wedding and stuff, like we're very interested in that content. So this is kind of for, for those people or people who, you know, might get there someday. But I, um, yeah, so my ring is very pretty. It's uh, as as you might remember from earlier in this podcast, uh, I did say that uh, I wore a clotter ring uh, before and that Chris asked me to turn it around to symbolize that we were together, uh, etc. So he actually got me that style of engagement ring as well. And, uh, and I'll, I'll post a picture. Of, well, I put up pictures of our engagement rings because mm-hmm. they're just pretty, uh, yeah. but they, but yeah, so, so for anyone who doesn't know what a clotter ring is, you can look it up online. C L A D D. 
A G H, and um, they're they're Irish, and basically what it is is it's a heart with a crown on top. Uh, often there are hands coming up to the heart. There aren't hands on this one. Instead, there's um, these uh, Trinity symbols on mine, but it has a heart-shaped diamond with a couple small ones around it. It's set in rose gold, and the diamonds are conflict-free. <laughs> and uh, I know he got it from Brilliant Earth, uh, and. And yeah, and it's really, really beautiful, but it's completely different from anything that I would have pictured for myself yeah. because so, so we talked, Chris and I talked like years ago, not before we were together, um, before, I mean, it was kind of like when we were both interested, but we weren't together, you know, uh, but we were just having a conversation about engagement rings in general. I, I don't know exactly why. I can't remember. I think he brought it up somehow, which seems very weird. But but anyway, we're talking about engagement rings and we're, and we were both kind of of the opinion of like, oh, you don't need to spend a lot of money on it because like you should just put that money towards a house. Like that's, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'd even want an engagement ring because like it's, you know, there's a long history of women being owned by their husbands yeah. and the engagement ring was the first way that they would sort of show that is like this woman is soon to be owned, you know, yeah. uh, which is, which is a little bit weird and stuff. But I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure if I would want that. I think if I, I think if I did get engaged and got an engagement ring, I would want my husband to wear one too, all that kind of stuff. So, so we're saying that, and we're basically both of the opinion that, you know, like, oh yeah, just get something that's like kind of nice, but like not breaking the bank, et cetera. And, and like, he didn't like spend all of his money on my ring, obviously, but like, it was more than I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> it took me a long time to get used to having a diamond ring on because like the rings that I, I, I didn't pin on things on Pinterest because I, I wasn't as big into Pinterest then, but I, I would like look at things on Etsy a couple times. Like when I would think like, oh, I think maybe we're going to get engaged soon. And so I was like, maybe I do want an engagement ring and maybe I'll get him one and then we'll each have one and I get to have a pretty piece of jewelry. Uh, and so the things I was looking at were kind of similar, except for it was like silver and garnet. So it's oh. like a, it's a much different, like garnet is a red, it's similar to a ruby, but they're often darker. So th that's what I was looking at. I was looking at like completely different kinds of things, but I think he was totally right that the rose gold looks better on me than silver. And, uh, and as much as I do like garnet, it's, it's kind of nice to have a diamond ring. I just like it to be honest. Yeah. I know that's, uh, uh, it, that's it, pretty. It's really very fun. stressful to have such a nice piece of jewelry at the very beginning. I was like, I both want to wear this and never want to take it yeah. off. And I never want to wear it because it's so nice. Like it, whenever I clean it, I think, I think sapphires get dirty pretty quick. Cause whenever I clean it, I'm like, Whoa, it's really clean. Like I bought one of those little self cleaner things, but it's yeah, like, I clean mine. it is uh, like, I was driving in the car and it was like glinting onto my windshield. And I was like, Oh, this is different <laughs> because I don't own anything that's that nice that I wear. You know what I mean? Like I don't own nice jewelry. I don't have all of my earrings turn my like ears green. Like I don't own any nice jewelry. That's like the nicest thing I have. Yeah. I don't wear a lot of jewelry to begin with. I started wearing earrings the last couple of years, but like other than that, I really don't wear that much, but I, I have a, a, a ring necklace to put my rings on while I work because <laughs> I kept, I kept leaving them in a drawer at work and then we'd have to go back and get them. Cause I didn't want to like leave them there overnight, of course. Yeah. But yeah. I got uh, I, one of those yeah. Enzo rings. Cause I didn't like not wearing a ring, but I didn't want to have it on for like working out and like doing the dishes and stuff. So I have one of those silicone rings in the meantime. 
I, I always wear mine now. Um, and I, so, so when I was engaged, I got really way more worried about it falling off, but it fits a lot better with the wedding band there. Oh. Strangely, like they just, they just fit better together, but we did have to get mine resized at first when we got it because he, so I had like a bunch of different sizes of rings and I think he chose the one that he like thought was the one for my finger, but it was like more of a pinky sized one. Um, it's, I got like a package of like a bunch of them as like a fashion thing. So I was like, I just want like to have some costume jewelry. I think it was like some fun stuff. And I think he measured one of those. And so it wasn't the right size when he put it on. So we went around to some like pawn shops and stuff and like found another clotter ring and like, just put that on for the time being. <laughs> Yeah, mine did yeah. Uh, not fit because he got me a clotter ring in 2018 when I was still working on boats. And in 2019, I had had a desk job and I had gained some uh, circumference in my fingers. So he went to put it on and I had a new ring size. <laughs> so he like shoved it on. So in the picture I posted on Instagram, I had to put a filter on so you couldn't see how red it was on, like around the ring. But you could see it's like the ring has love handles around my finger. So we had to go get it resized. <laughs> also, I think I put up a picture that had like the the just like plain clotta ring that I had gotten as a placeholder. And then I had the engagement ring on my pinky next to it. And I was just like, yep, yeah, but we're engaged. Um, yeah, and then I, had I also got a as well, yeah. which, which was, which is what you want to say. Cause I, I, I was, I did kind of want to give him something similar. So it was like, okay, we both have these now we can wear. And so I gave him one that was more like a flat band that had the design inlaid into it. So. Yeah. Griffin immediately that night, like right after we got engaged, he put the clattering. I got, <laughs> we're the same person. I put, he put the clattering that I got him on his, uh, left hand instead so that and he still does that now he got he has a couple of silicon bands that he wants to wear and he has his clotter ring that he wears whenever he that's like his engagement ring and so he wears mm -hmm. one which i didn't tell him i wanted to do but he was like no i want people to know i'm engaged too and the funniest like thing that. about wedding planning is that for anyone who's seen Shit's creek is griffin is the david in this wedding planning relationship where he keeps being like <laughs> I'm not going to have this happen at my wedding. And I'm like, our wedding. He goes, yes, our wedding. It's not going to happen like this where I'm like, all my girlfriends are asking me like, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? And like face getting on me about this. And like, everybody's asking me all these questions. And I'm like, no, whatever. And I told my mom about that. And I was like, mom, I just don't care about wedding planning. She goes, I didn't either. It's okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to buy a dress. We're going to eat food and we're going to dance and we're going to be married. And it's going to be fine. And I'm just, I just don't, I, and with the pandemic, it's like, nothing's real and nothing's happened. Yeah. So I was just like, mm, it's whatever. I, I was going to say like my lesson that I got from my wedding, like was, well, also I got married in 2020. So it's pandemic year and we were planning something much different than what happened. But like my, Basically, what I came away from that experience with was it's going to be perfect because you're marrying the person yeah. you love. Like that's, and I know that's like cliche and it, you know, whatever. But like honestly, that was true. And yeah, we went from having a wedding that was going to have almost 300 people there to 23 people, including us, and <laughs> like by a creek, and it was lovely. And mm -hmm. yeah, and I wouldn't trade it. So. Yeah, what, what what you want might not end up being what you get, but what you get will probably end up being what you want, which yeah. is, oh, God, I well, can't we, get away from the cliches here. <laughs> we have a venue that we really, really like, um, and we have the photographer that we really, really wanted. So 
we're hoping we can do it in October with, and our list is at like 180 people right now. And my whole introvert family is like, you don't need that many people at your wedding. And I'm like, you don't know what it's like to be friends with people on boats. Like a hundred of those people are boat friends. Like I want them to be part of this experience. Any excuse to have everybody there, like it's a tall ship festival and just like, yeah, have that kind of atmosphere going. That's what I want. And I know that's what Griffin wants. So we're hoping it can happen in October, but our plan is no matter what, that's the day we're going to get married. So it's either going to be our original wedding plan or it's going to be a courthouse wedding, but it's happening on that day. So we'll see what happens. What I'm discovering. So between the proposal and the point when you're walking down the aisle, everything between that is kind of shitty. <laughs> so I just want to get to the point where I'm walking <laughs> down the aisle. <laughs> When you're looking at things and you're just like, why does this stuff cost this much? Or like what, or all this stuff where it's like, where like, you'll get an email that's like, have you gotten this thing yet? And you're like, I was supposed to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. And it's like, it's tough to parse through and be like, what do I want? What do I just want? Because it's on Pinterest, you know, society is telling me this is what you have to have at your wedding. And I'm like, yeah. I just want to get married to Griffin and I want all my friends and family to be there. And I want to have lots of time for dancing and I don't want to have shitty food. Mm-hmm. That's all I really care about. Yeah. And I know that's like a very um, small thank you some pies. Yeah, rosy baking, <laughs> mud dessert, which I'm very excited about, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't want a cake. I don't want to do the garter. Oh, anybody who's getting married should watch Eliza Schlesinger's unfailing yes. on Netflix. <laughs> it's it's great uh, yeah it's a really really good special well, do we want to talk about dresses I don't know No. you want to talk about dresses for the next yeah. time do you want to wait until you've gotten one or Maybe. do you want to I'm going I okay. so here's what happened the damn pandemic happened so I really the I, so the theme in our family looks like we don't have wedding showers. We have engagement parties because Faith had one. And it was really nice, but it's basically like so that the the two sides of the family can meet each other before the wedding, which for my family is very important because we're a lot of energy. And if as soon as it's like, okay, you're part of this family now, we are going to be caring very loudly at you. Like you, you, you're here. <laughs> like you're part of this family. Buckle up. <laughs> so, I was like, and I love Ron and Don so much that I'm like, I'm not going to send them into this wedding without meeting my side of the family first. Like, this is very important that they see this before, like, <laughs> we get into the legal stuff. So I had it planned for the day after Christmas because it was a Saturday and I was like, everybody will be in Pittsburgh. And I picked out this cute little um, cafe that's near my parents' house. I had a whole private room and I was like, what's it look like decorated for Christmas that she was telling me? And I'm like, oh, that's going to look really nice. I can wear a red dress because our wedding colors are red and black. And I was like, oh, that's going to be so nice. And then I had to cancel it. And I was really sad because now I have to decorate for my own engagement party, <laughs> which is why I was like, I'm going to have a Christmas one. So it's just Christmas decorations. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> but now we're having it on Easter weekend <laughs> instead. But I hate pastels. I might just wear a white dress. Well, yeah. I am the bride. There you go. You could just make it like, you could just uh, uh, make the theme like the 
Jane Austeny uh Regency style vibe where you can all wear like nice white dresses with empire waists and eat I everything you want. There you go. An empire waist. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm, but, yeah. It's just I don't want to plan anything with the pandemic because we don't know what's gonna happen. We're hoping. Yeah, we're and, hoping and honestly, that's that's why we got married is because we're like, we're just, no, we're not why we get married. That's why we got married in September is because we just looked at things and we thought it might get worse. We don't have any reason to think it's going to get better. Yeah. And I just didn't want to be engaged forever. I was like, I want to do this and we needed a win. And so we did. But yeah, it makes more sense if you really actively like want more people to be there to yeah. wait on it. Yeah, I don't, Griffin and I both agreed we don't want to have, like, a half wedding. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't want to have something where yeah. not everybody could be there. And if we do the courthouse thing, then we can have it the next year. Just have, like, a first year vow renewal where everybody's there. But it's hard because, like, all this stuff is coming out with, like, the vaccines and that kind of stuff. So we're, like, I'm trying not to think about it, but I'm a little bit, like, is it going to be okay by October? There's no way to know. And so I think we're making, we're going to move forward with October 15th. But if it gets to be like April or May and things aren't looking up, which is about six months out from that date, we're probably going to be like, because mm-hmm. that's when we're going to send the save the dates out to all of our sailor friends and like, let them know way ahead of time yeah. because you have to let people who work on boats know way in advance when you're getting married. Um, I had just gotten all of our invitations done when we got to the point of realizing we were going to have to push the wedding back. <laughs> like that, it got there. We ended up burning them at the bonfire at the wedding. <laughs> you planned five weddings because you were originally going to have three ceremonies that summer. And then it was the Letty plan. And then it was the plan that actually and the, happened. The reason, and, and the reason I was going to have three ceremonies, it's not because I'm, you know, like that extra. It's because I, I have family on the West Coast that can't come out to where most of the people that I know are because we were going to have the, the big wedding in Pennsylvania. And then we we're going to go do a little thing on the West Coast at our at my family reunion. And Chris's parents were going to come and then we were going to do something up in Newfoundland with his grandmother and aunt and our people up there. So we... So we're going to do those three because it seemed like just the easiest way to include everyone. Um, And then that I ended up, like she said, so that's the three weddings. And then we ended up having to kind of uh, just switch everything up. And then we were planning on doing a wedding on. So the the original wedding in Pennsylvania was supposed to be on the ship that uh, we met on the Niagara. And then we ended up thinking, okay, well, we could do a smaller wedding because they're allowing small groups. So we could do that on the, the Letty G Howard, which is the smaller vessel. But then that plan was not going to happen. And so then we ended up getting married while standing in a dory that we painted and renamed. Well, I, I didn't paint it. Chris painted it. Um, and we <laughs> rechristened it. Uh, and that was at a friend's property. And there were beautiful pastures and fields. And there was a lovely little uh, there's like a wooded area and we were uh, married right next to the little river and it was beautiful. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that was the last of the weddings that it was the most low key. And honestly, I think it was probably the best for me. Yeah. I think watching like you plan your wedding in the pandemic and then like watching Faith plan her wedding a couple years ago, it's just like, do what you want, but like, and it does matter a little bit, but at the end of the day, like, getting married isn't about the wedding it's about getting married yeah 
So as long as on that day I get, I look nice, you know, cause there's going to be pictures taken and you know, we're have Griffin and I are having a good time and we end up married. Then like, that's our wedding. That's a wedding right yeah. there. It's not a wedding. Isn't I, all this extra periphery <laughs> stuff. So I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the pile of glassware that we still have in our, like we have cases and cases of glassware, like, uh, um, sorry, like <laughs> wine glasses and juice glasses and, uh, and these like mason jar mugs and stuff. And I looked, I was like, why did I buy all of that for the wedding? That's so weird. Why did I do that? And then I was like, oh yeah, that's because way back when we were in the process of buying a house and we were going to, it was going to be a bed and breakfast and all of the glassware from the wedding was going to go there. And I'm like, oh God, what a different world we live in now than we did oh, then. I like, forgot about ugh. your house. It's no, it's 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 fine. I'm over it. It's it's, it's not a big deal. No, it's just that was <laughs> yeah. just like a lifetime ago when that was happening. Yeah, and it was less than a year. I know. Like it was April of last year that was happening. Well, no, April is when we were going to move in, so I guess it was March. But yeah, no, we were like in the process of doing that. I think I want to. Uh, I think dresses there were so many nice bathtubs. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I think dresses are going to have to be their own episode because there's like so I much sure bad and so much good to talk about with wedding dresses. Yeah. So I have and also you haven't even done shopping for it yet, so you can even do more and more like looking online at stuff. Yeah. But and honestly, like the thought of going wedding dress shopping like does not make me excited. It just makes me anxious. I'm like, I don't want to do this. There's gonna be a dress that I'm gonna wear and I'm gonna look nice in it. And I don't think there's um, like a, the one dress. You know what I mean? So here's the thing, and I'm gonna talk to well, I'll talk I'll talk about that on um whenever we do our wedding dress episode as well, but the uh the i can't talk today i just keep like um (laughs) anyway uh so there's this comedian i really like sophie hagan who does this um it's not body positivity because that movement i guess is problematic but it's uh it's body acceptance um and like fat positivity and stuff and they created this group on on Facebook that I'm a part of called Sophie Hagen's Fat Club. And it's all about like people who are like larger than the size of that clothing is all made for, which is model size. So basically most of us are considered fat in some way or another, but, uh, but it's basically a Facebook group where you can take your concerns and say like, Hey, and I actually posted there when I was like getting my wedding dress too, I think, because I was talking about like, like what are the places you can go to get bridal wear where it's not, you know, someone who's a size 14 or 16 or, or larger and trying to fit into uh, a cut that was made for a size four it wasn't actually like, you know, <laughs> turned into something that could fit. Um, and so I was, I was looking for, for brands that were better and stuff like that. And I, I did get something custom made, but it didn't turn out to be custom made, but we can talk all about that anyway. Um, but yeah, so that Facebook group, uh, Sophie Hagen's fat club, that's just a great place to go and find any information that you really need to be a person who's not stick thin in the world. So I would definitely recommend people go there because there's a lot of stuff about clothes and about different brands of clothes that have inclusive sizing. Yeah. So I just want to throw that in there. Griffin just came in. Do you remember the Etsy account that you bought my ring off of? Yeah. What is it? Safina. Safina? Yeah, like S A P H. S A P H. I don't remember how it's spelled. It's spelled weird, but. My shout out this week is to the lady who made my ring because I love it so much. She's on Etsy. And I, okay, here's another wrap up thing that I have. I went bra shopping 
And it turns out I'm very rough on my bras because I put them on over my head like a t-shirt. Apparently you're not supposed to do that. And I only bought the cheap Target ones. And yesterday mm-hmm. we went out, we went to Kohl's, and I found these like no underwire regular bras. And I bought four of them. And they're pretty great. So go treat yourself to some good bras. <laughs> so I, I was talking to Chris the other day. So we're like sitting at the table and because like it's during COVID times and everyone's just like more comfortable with everything indoors anyway, I was like, my bra was really uncomfortable. And so I just like at the table, just took off my bra, <laughs> which he thought was really funny. But I just like took out my bra throughout through my shirt and like put it aside. And and he was asking me like, like were you just suddenly uncomfortable? And I was like, well, I've been co- uncomfortable for a while because I switched from um, Victoria's Secret because they are not inclusive of like trans people. They're not very size inclusive. Um, and just honestly, you're not a very good company. Uh, and I switched to Savage X Fenty, which is Rihanna's line, which is size inclusive, is inclusive to trans people. And as far as I know, is a pretty good brand. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I, I switched there and I didn't realize like how much more comfortable their bras were until I went to try to wear a Victoria's Secret bra again. And I was like, this is shit. Yeah. Like they're about the same price point. And, and I would say that Savage has like, they, they have some, uh, some cheaper ones on their sales as well, but, but yeah, so definitely uh, as long as we're talking about bras, I'm going to plug them as well. My so. favorite thing is like, whenever Griffin's like, do all bras cost this much? I'm like, yes, this is the price of being a lady. Bras are expensive. good. Bras cost a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. We've, that was a, that was a trip there. That was <laughs> talked really about nice. proposals and engagement rings and bras. And now we're at bras. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe next time we'll talk about, uh, maybe but not next uh, podcast episode, probably, but we'll next, uh, next time we do a wedding one, we can talk it. about dresses. You can. All right. Well, that's, uh, Griffin, you're my shout out. Cause I love you. And we're going to get, we're getting married. You're going to be my husband. <laughs> Gross. Isn't it weird to think about Griffin as a husband? Shout out to my husband, too. That is weird. Yeah. That's very strange. <laughs> Mr. Hope Collins. I, I looked at Chris the other day. This is probably a good thing to end this with because it's all lovey-dovey. I looked at Chris the other day, and I was like, I did it. I got him. Like, because he had a reputation before I met him for being a bit of a playboy and like, not, not in like a nefarious way, just in like a way where like lots of girls like him and he likes lots of girls. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so it's, you know, he'd had kind of like a a, a history where a lot of women had been involved and that's fine um, as it is. Uh, But like, it definitely was, I think surprising to some people that he, got married and settled down <laughs> so i remember looking at it the other day and i was like i did it oh so nice <laughs> i also oh. just got my social security card that has uh my new name which um incorporates his name so yeah we'll talk about kind of the- another time because I, yeah. I go back and forth i still have no idea i don't know i just i just went from a name that had six letters and an apostrophe to a name that has 12 letters and apostrophe and a hyphen so i think i'm just stupid uh, and that's that's probably where I'll leave names. <laughs> All right, my computer's about to die, so we have to go, so I don't mess up the okay. The audio. <laughs> All right, um, uh, I'm Rosie, and brides matter. I'm hoping grooms matter. <laughs>
Yay! Yay! Oh, and and anyone who's not a bride or a groom but is a participant at a wedding and getting married, we love you. Yeah. We're inclusive. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>